Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Way Too Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all things dating and relationships in this modern day. And if you are new here, hi, I'm Gabby. I'm an online dating coach. I help you transform your confidence to live your best lives inside and outside of a relationship. So if you're struggling in the dating world, can't seem to get that figured out, got everything else in your life figured out, but the dating thing just is not working, I got you. If you seem to attract the same asshole that keeps coming in in your life and you think they're different and then figure it out that they're the same thing as what you attracted before, I am here for you. I've been there, I've helped clients through this, And if you are interested in hearing a little bit more, hit the link in my bio to find out a little bit more about the packages that I have to offer. If you're just looking for a one-off thing, we can do that. If you're looking for a long-term transformation, we can also do that, okay? We got options here. But I will say, guys, I'm in London right now, okay? And we are living out here. I gotta be honest with you guys. I recorded this episode last week in intention to upload and post on time on the Tuesday as scheduled, but I recorded the entire episode and I'm like, I hate this. I hate everything about it. I don't feel like I got the point home. Just everything about it, I'm not happy with. I'm not posting this. Crazy how impactful your energy is. I just wasn't in the right energy. I feel like every time I post an episode where my energy isn't fully present and fully there, my episodes tend to do a lot worse than if I was like fully present and fully passionate about what I'm speaking about. So your energy really matters. And I didn't want to just post just to post because I feel like this is a huge, valuable topic. I also have been going through these like weird, like emotions being here and I've been like a sad girl since being here. It's really weird because I'm not usually, we can blame it on a lot of things. There's a solar eclipse right now. I'm probably PMSing and it's been a little bit gloomy, but I really truly feel like I'm, first of all, I'm loving it here. I actually love London. Here's the thing, my work hours, I'm still working American hours. And basically, which leads me to work like from the afternoon here to like 10 o'clock at night. And most things close at 11 o'clock at night. So I really only have like 30 minutes after work to like, if I wanted to do something, is it really worth it at the point? And then, and then also obviously on weekends. So I just feel like, It's been a bit isolating in that sense because I just, I haven't really been able to like meet new people and like experience new things because my schedule's not really permitting that and it's making me feel a little bit isolated. So I do feel a bit like a sad girl and I just like the last recording and just my energy wasn't fully there. So I apologize for missing last week, but I had to feel good by myself, right? I think another thing about it is that like I'm also thinking about going back to America and the thought of that is actually making me sad, like making me feel very depressed, which confirms me wanting to live here full-time. I'm trying to find a job. So if any of you have some connections in London, please help a girl out. But, you know, I have had a bit of a love story here. I don't know that I want to touch upon it in this episode, maybe moving forward or, you know, when I'm back in America, I will talk about it, but it's been a lot. It's been really good. So I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about it too much on this episode because it's still unfolding and kind of want to see it through before speaking on it. But anyway, we're going to get into the episode, right? Because This topic I'm actually super passionate about. This is something that for years I have been doing and for years I have been failing and failing and failing at dating, right? Not 
learning, okay, not failing, but maybe not so much recently, but definitely throughout my 20s, I have struggled with this and seeing someone for their potential. And I think there's two kinds of potentials that you could possibly be falling for. So there's the potential of hey, this person is working toward being better and, you know, they're going for their master's or they're going for this higher goal, going to therapy, they're putting work into themselves. Seeing that as potential is like, okay, great, that's fine. This person is putting energy into improving themselves, which is fantastic. We love it. But then there's the other side. And the other side involves you wanting to change someone because you think that they could be your person or that they are your person in in the worst sense. You are presented with a person, right? You love all of the little things about them, but they're lacking in like emotional connection. They're lacking in how they're making you feel safe or um, seen or heard. They're lacking in like the big senses and you're like, but they have all of these really good qualities about them that are really attractive. This is what I'm looking for in a person. That must mean that they are my person. And I can tell you right now, if you can accept someone fully for who they are in that very moment, regardless of, and this could be in either case, right? Regardless of if they were to achieve that thing in the future, regardless of future tense, future them, if right now you can't fully accept that person for who they are, you are falling for potential. Because the thing with trying to change people is like, first of all, you wouldn't want that done to yourself. And realistically, that person's not going to change very much. If they're not showing up as the best versions of themselves, early on in the relationship, it is very, very, very unlikely that they are going to change for the better in that sense. If you can't accept what they are doing and who they are and how much they bring to the table in that very moment, who cares what they're going to be like in the future? You cannot change that person and you cannot make them want to change either. I think there's so many times, especially with like reality shows where it's like you meet them so quickly and then you try, they're trying to make it work. Like a love is blind, like a 90 day fiance, like a married at first sight, any of those kinds of um, reality dating, dating shows, you, they meet so quickly. They, they're falling for the potential of what it could be. You're, they're falling for the story, storyline of what their lives could look like, not necessarily being present of where you're at right now and being present of hey, how checking in with yourself, how are you feeling in this moment? How are you feeling about this person? If you are saying to yourselves, well, they're really great, they're really hot, they're really successful, they're a great person, they volunteer and they like work with kids and they just are such a stand-up person, but they're not treating you the best. And realistically, they are looking at you as this like sexual object or you know they're not really putting in very much effort they're breadcrumbing you they're doing all the things but you know they are a really great person so you're painting this idea of this person in your head of what they could be um because you see other things other qualities other good qualities about this person and a lot of the qualities that we actually see in people which is usually oh well they're really successful or they're really good looking I could tell you right now, and I've said this many, 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 many times in past videos, if that is the case, if you're really like, take away their looks, take away their success, would you still be interested in this person, core of who they are? Because a lot of times I think we trick ourselves into liking someone because of these things and it's not actually 
we don't actually like this person. It's just because they have these good qualities. So we're painting the picture of what they must be like. I think this happened to me, if I'm being honest, more so recently of the past London guy that I was talking to. And if you've been following along, um, you understand. But I could just give you a quick breakdown. He was super successful in his career. He was a cute guy, but like not too cute, right? Definitely not my type, if I'm being honest. And I think that that's kind of what drew me to him a little bit more. But um, was super funny, good sense of humor. He literally volunteered with like kids and like coaching them with soccer, football, whatever. Um, and was just like overall and would tell me things like, oh, when I am in relationships, I really love doing um, like small things and like getting little gifts and like showing like acts of service of like how I care. I'm really attentive to their needs, telling me all these things. So in my head, I'm thinking this is great. This is exactly what I'm looking for. I love this. I fell for this idea of like, how cute would this be if this happened, right? And then here's really what ended up unfolding. We met up and he just did not respect my boundaries at all. Really viewed me as like the sexual object. I'm like, this does not feel like my person at all. And I think he got the sense of that too, but falling for that kind of potential in by the paper, they look so good. You're trusting their opinion on over how they're actually acting towards you because realistically he didn't really do very much for me. He took me on a date, like one date and connection, the emotional connection was not there. He did not respect my boundaries. And at the end of the day, I knew it just like wasn't going to work out. Here's the thing. I think a lot of times we will walk away from these situations. And this is how I know that I'm just like not where I used to be at all. I didn't take that as like, okay, there's something must be wrong with me. Or I had to prove to him how much, how good I am because um, then he can maybe see and maybe show up for me the way that I need him to show up for me. Instead of doing that, it's more so we had... A good time on a date and that's it there's nothing wrong with me there's nothing wrong with him and I'm sure maybe he is like that in relationships but realistically I'm not his person he's not mine and we can both move on with our lives I think a lot of times this just ends up happening and I think that the more you paint this idea of who this person could be you're allowing that person to get away with a lot more things because you you're giving them passes because you are attracted to them I think that this person is your future I think we're get we give way too many passes for those kinds of people because we want it to work out and so if that person's showing you attention or whatever but then they back away and then they're showing you more attention we're, we're like okay well you know this is good enough this is this is fine we can make this work because he has all these good qualities and this definitely happened in my my last relationship where I he looked great on paper but was he my person was he emotionally available for me did we feel very connected absolutely not but I waited two years to make the decision of like I cannot do this anymore he was lacking the places where it mattered most yes was did I find him attractive yeah stability is there I can trust that he's not gonna go off and do whatever all of these things that I was looking for in a partner besides the things that actually matter I want to get into like ways that you can tell if you are falling for potential because I think that a lot of times when we're in the moment and it's happening and you're talking to someone you feel good about it and you're not fully being real with yourself about what the situation is because you are looking so far ahead in the future of what your lives together could look like. So some signs that you could be falling for potential are as followed. If you took away, and I kind of, 
I kind of mentioned this before, but if you were to take away their qualities about them that you like, take away their looks, take away their success, if you were to take away those things, would you still have feelings for this person? And if we're all being real with ourselves here, I think a lot of times there are times where you like those ideas of like, this person seems to be giving me the certain kind of image, this certain kind of status, this certain kind of lifestyle stability that I'm looking for. And I find that extremely attractive. And we tend to outweigh those qualities as opposed to things that actually matter. Like, do you feel seen? Do you feel heard? Do you feel like you can be safe around them? Do you feel good around them? Be real with yourself. This is going to take a lot of self-awareness in order to really be okay with where things are going. If you were to take those things away, would you actually still like this person? Because if the answer is no, you have your answer. Keep it moving. Okay. Because really most, most of us, and unless you're like, okay, well, I just want a sugar daddy and that's just what it is. Hit your back. I'm not, I'm, this probably isn't the podcast for you, but unless you want to just deal with the bullshit and, you know, get your bag, then really tune in here because you're going to save yourself a whole lot of hurt and heartbreak and all the other bullshit. So if you take those things away, how are you really feeling about the person? Number two, how is your nervous system reacting around them? Like, do you feel like you're on edge? Do you feel like you can be yourself? These things matter more than you could even imagine. Because if you're not feeling like you're seen, like you're heard, like you're understood, I can tell you that long-term, you're never gonna feel good in the relationship. You're never gonna feel, like those things don't change. If you feel like you have to be a certain way, you don't feel like you can fully relax around them. If you feel like you're always waiting for like a text from them and you feel like you can't really focus on the moment, like yes, it's okay to be excited about someone, right? But if you're always on edge of like, when are they gonna text? What are they doing? Why aren't they texting me? Or you just feel nervous around them if you feel like your body is reacting like a certain way for me it's always i always get gut issues of like i just don't feel good like i want to like throw up or my stomach is in a lot of pain whenever i'm with the wrong people i know right away that someone is not for and it's not even always in a romantic sense i've had friends that i've been friends with that i have had terrible stomach issues around and just realized that those people did not have my best intentions at heart. So um, anyway, how do you feel? Listen to your body because it's, it's a huge, huge, huge indication that that person may not be right for you. And it's okay to be a little bit nervous around someone because, you know, some, some of us just get nervous around new people and that's totally cool. But if you're like overly nervous, you're probably putting this person on a pedestal that they do not deserve to be on. Number three, you like the idea of that person, but not how they treat you. And this is like the situation that I was, the story that I was telling you about with the other London guy that I was talking to. He was such a great guy in every sense. Like he's, a, he's a good person. Like he, I have nothing negative to say about him, honestly, but, um, he's funny. Like he's cute. He's, you know, he has a lot of things going in his favor, 
But the thing is, he wasn't treating me the way that I needed to be treated. He wasn't curious about me. He didn't ask me any questions. It was very sexually driven. And the only time I really felt seen around him was when there was like a sexual conversation. And if this is what's happening for you, please just take it as an indication to just keep it moving because honestly, you deserve to be validated in other senses. I think a lot of times, especially with like daddy issues, let's be real here especially with daddy issues if you only are feeling seen in a sexual sense a lot of my time through college this was my story if you're only being seen in a sexual sense you have a lot of internal work to do and yes maybe that guy's just an asshole or whatever but if you continue to pursue it it's saying a lot more about the the wounds that you need to heal within yourself if you can only feel seen through men when it is a sexual act you deserve to be seen in other ways and if you don't believe that about yourself there is a lot of self-esteem issues at play here that we need to talk about and again hit the link in bio because i have dealt and helped myself through all of that and i've helped a lot of people get through this as well watch out as to how they're treating you because and i've said this throughout this episode but a lot of times we fall for the idea of who this person is, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the right person for you because the right person is going to be interested and intrigued in you and treat you like they don't want to lose you. Keep that in mind. Just because that person's a really great person and they have all these really good qualities, that doesn't mean that they're the right person for you. It only takes one and maybe that's just not the one. Number whatever. I forgot what number we're on. You get bored quickly. Okay, if you are a person that gets really bored really quickly, you are likely that person that's going to be chasing that high, that high of feeling like, oh, I re- I'm so interested and I'm so intrigued and I, I love this feeling in the beginning and it's so it feels so good and I'm in love and I feel like fantastic. Um, and then that spark dies out and you're like, well, you're either left hurt or you're like, okay, on to the next one. If you're chasing that high feeling, it's very likely that you're falling for that person's potential because not everyone, it is very rare to find someone who is like really fully for you, has good intentions, you know, also compatible, the chemistry is there. It is really hard to find that one person, right? It only takes one. If you are continuously hopping from person to person, it's very likely that you are chasing that feeling and want to paint this fantasy of what could be with each and every person. And trust me, I'm not calling you out because I've probably calling myself out here of what I used to be like because realistically I used to jump from relationship to relationship not relationship but like talking phase situationship whatever to the next and because I got bored or I I invested my time and energy into these people that I know wasn't going to pan out just because it felt good in the moment and whatever but if this is you you may be emotionally unavailable you may be wanting to paint this fantasy of what could be relationship is going to take a lot of work communication and effort to make it happen so if you are not willing to put in that work realistically it's not going to work out okay but moving on to the next one you can't be present with your friends or family this one is so huge i feel like i've seen so many people and like i'm not even just saying people because i've been there i've done this this is like huge with me and it's it has a lot to do with having that anxious attachment style but um not being able to like fully be present when you are with other people besides that person i think in my last situation when i was talking to these this other london guy 
before when I was just visiting for the weekend. When everything went down and I knew things were kind of off, I didn't feel right. Like I felt like I couldn't fully be present with my friends that I came there with to have a good time. Like, and I feel like that was kind of unfair to my friends too, because I'm in my head, I'm like constantly in my head about like everything that just like went down. If you can't be present and you feel like you're just waiting for the text or you're waiting for that person to get back, this is a really good sign that you could be falling for that potential of who this person could be because it's realistically, it's probably not your person. Your person is gonna make you feel safe, seen, heard, whatever. You can tell when someone's not in the best relationship because it seems like they're constantly on edge. It do, They don't feel present with you. They're checking their phone constantly. And if this sounds like you, really tap into how you feel. I've been there, I've seen it happen. I've seen like friends, family members be this way and it is just not the energy that you want to have. Your nervous system is begging you to be in a healthy relationship or to attract a healthy relationship. You're only there because you feel like it's something that you're used to. If this sounds like you, if you're not able to be present because your mind is completely somewhere else, really look into it because I can tell you every healthy relationship that I have seen that person's able to leave their partner and it just be like, okay, like I don't have to even look at my phone. I'm not worried about what they're doing. It's safe. It's like, let me hang out with my friends. Let me hang out with my family and it just be a good time. That's, there's no exceptions to that. Did he ask you anything to get to know you or was it sexually driven? And I, I kind of already touched upon this, but if it feels more sexual, it probably is. I think most guys that are serious about you, that want to take you seriously in a relationship, aren't even going to bring up sex, anything of that nature, or be like overly affectionate because they want you to feel safe. They don't want to risk the fact of losing you in order to, you know, get one off. They want to respect you and your boundaries. I think that's what it comes down to. Keep in mind, if a guy is way too overly sexual in the beginning, that's probably where his intentions are. Probably doesn't have a lot of long-term plans for you. I'm not saying that this is so black and white because it could be whatever, but usually if it's very sexual in the beginning, red flag, that's usually his in his intentions for you are showing, okay? And listen to those intentions. He can say all he wants, like, yeah, I'm looking for a relationship, but if he's so sexually driven and, you know, keeps bringing those conversations up and, you know, asking for inappropriate things right away, you know where that guy's head's at because has he asked you a single question to get to know you? Is he curious about your life? Is he curious about, you know, how you feel and like what you value, these types of things? Is he asking any of these questions? If he's not, he's not ready for a real, real relationship. And that is your sign, my friends, to keep on moving. Anyway, last but not least, if you are making excuses for him, this is a huge sign that you are falling for that idea of him because you're allowing him to get away with whatever he wants. He did something that usually you wouldn't let someone get away with and you're like, well, you know, he's having a hard time or he's stressed out. If you're making excuses for him, you're letting him get away with a lot more than what he should be getting away with. If it's like a, you know, if something that you believe yourself or is it something that you're like, well, you know, they can do that. They can get away with that because I really do see a future with this person. And if that's the case, you're probably falling for the potential of what someone could be and not necessarily accepting them for where they're at. If you took your feelings out or put yourself in the shoes of a friend, if a friend came to you and with that same excuse, how would you react? Would you be like, oh my God, come on now. Like that's bullshit. 
Or would you be like, okay, that's reasonable. That's fine. And I think sometimes it is hard to determine, especially when you're in the moment and you're like, oh, well, it's fine because he just has this going on. But say like, for instance, like there was a situation where you wanted to meet your guy, your, you wanted your guy to meet up with you and your your friends. And last minute he decides to pull out because his friends are doing something more fun and he wants to go do that. And you get to your friends and you're like, oh my God, um, well, you know, like he's busy. Like he just, he had other things going on. If your friend came to you with that same excuse, roles were reversed and her guy decided to bail last minute, would that be okay with you? Because that sounds like the biggest bullshit lie. But whatever the case may be, put yourself in the shoes of a friend. If a friend came to you and asked, said the same thing, would you be like, that's bullshit? Or would you be like, okay, that's that's reasonable. I think that the more you're, you're continuing to make excuses for someone, it's a clear sign this person's not right for you. But let's stop falling for potential in 2024 and really just through the rest of this year. I'm tired of seeing like these girls with these scummy scums of the world and giving them validation that they can get away with whatever they want to. I think that the more that we are self-assured and the more that we are not going to put up with any bullshit, the more that we are training these men to be better and show up better. And just let's continue to like put ourselves in the driver's seat here because we are the controllers of our lives. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but it sounded good in the moment. (laughs) You know, I think it's really easy to fall into the trap of falling for potential and yes this person could be the best thing ever but if they're not the best thing to you and for you then it's worth letting go okay and it doesn't matter how good of a person they are how much money they have how attractive they are how much they bring to the table it does not matter if they are not treating you with the utmost respect and curious and want to get to know you your life your feelings your everything your values if they're not interested let them go give them space and allow them to step up to the plate stop fucking putting these people on a pedestal because you are the prize okay and that is it for this week's episode and if you like this episode please hit the five star rating it really truly helps me grow this podcast a lot and it also i just guys I am really trying to grow here. If we're, we don't see a lot of growth, then we are just probably not going to continue with this. So please, if you could hit the five star rating, leave that thumbs up, turn on your bell notification so you'll never miss another episode. And I will see you all next Tuesday.